1: And uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, remember that you can uh, download or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash Central. You can log a ride with our friends at Zwift. And for this time, this first time this year, you can click on this little icon. We all know what a QR code is. Flash this, and then you'll subscribe to our podcast straight away. Welcoming uh, here, Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? Happy to be here? I'm more than happy to be here. Good to be back with you, my friend. Do you like my shirt? I love it. And you know what? This year on SBS, we're welcoming back an old friend.
0: I've been with you for 90 years. On gravel and later on asphalt roads. In black and white and later in color worlds. I've always been the same for 90 years. A dream that is worn, a symbol that is treasured, a legacy that is passed down. For 90 years, I am the Malia Rosa, And my journey has just begun.
1: This is right. The Giro is back on SBS. It's been too long, but the Giro is back home. SBS, your real home of cycling. I'm excited. How excited are you? Uh, I just goosebumped all over
2: (laughs) (laughs) from that vision. (laughs)
1: I I genuinely did. For me, it's your shirt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know I love that stuff. But, you know, in in those pics... You, you could just pick out some of the absolute legends, Merckx, Pantani, and then the modern-day heroes, Contador, who's just retired. I'm happy to have the duo back. And ah. it's special to me. That's why I've got my special pink shirt on. But <laughs> we're pretty pumped, aren't we? And, and the network is pumped as well. So a big kudos to the network for backing the sporting backing us in to showcase it to you guys. And uh, and we've got a five o'clock show, haven't we? Absolutely. Every day of the Giro, 21
1: episodes, uh, thanks to SBS and thanks to Zwift meeting us, you uh, we, we can meet us here on those social media, uh, Facebook and Twitter. We'll be live every day, 5 p.m. It's exciting. I'm super excited. Uh, and yet again, it's the Giro is a fantastic race. Uh, and we are saying we are excited. There's a few people that are excited as well. We're going to continue the glory. Yeah, the honeymoon yeah, yeah. Let's, period let's, for, let's pump let's, tires. Uh, <laughs> let's just pump them up a bit, shall we? Uh, let's listen to a few riders that are also excited to have the Giro back on SBS.
3: You know, I had a hell of a lot of support. Uh... In the race last year, and it was really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's also not uh, super easy to watch bike racing actually in Australia. Like, I know for the east side of Australia, they're, they're on a really awkward uh, time frame to watch the racing. So, uh, yeah, the fact that SBS is showing the racing is really nice, and uh, yeah, hopefully, everyone can, uh, can watch it. Does it give you a bit of extra motivation? yeah for sure yeah it's always nice you know when your friends and family uh you know can watch the bike racing back home and yeah it's it's just really cool
2: do
1: you know what uh the shame with the mask is that we can't see how excited he is that's how yeah, excited that, that's Hindley <laughs> excited
2: by the way second last year's Euro, from WWE, no? massive like, he's so relaxed and so chilled uh he, he was a joy to watch he was a joy to interview He's so chilled, though. I know. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I, I promise you he's excited. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. That's, 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 that is his excitement level, you know, 9 out of 10 for John. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's listen to uh, Caleb one as well.
4: Yeah, for sure. I think, like, it's just a sign that it's really growing in Australia. And, you know, unfortunately for the Australian people, they have to stay up in the middle of the night to actually watch the race. But, um, you know, I think there's uh, a lot of people now, a lot of fans of cycling in Australia that will, uh, will stay up and watch it and, um, yeah, I think it's a, a great sign for cycling in Australia.
1: It is a great sign for uh, cycling in Australia. Uh, I mean, I'm excited. You're excited. Do you know who else is excited? Who else? You got more. I'm still more? going. And this one is very Mate, We've got to get on with the show. So come on. <laughs> I know. We need, we need to keep them rolling. But we, we looked at the, the riders. Uh, let's listen to the ambassador of Italy. Ooh, this
5: one. Yeah, cycling is a very uh, popular sport in Italy and also in Australia and the Giro d'Italia is one of the most fascinating cycling events uh, in the sports calendar and I'm so glad that uh, uh, a national public Australian network, SBS, will broadcast live all the stages this year and I'm I'm really pretty sure that Italians living here in Australia will be among the spectators. The ties uh, uh, between the Italo-Australian community and Italy are very strong and uh, they continue to grow uh, over time uh, and I'm equally sure that uh, many Australians of Italian origin and heritage and you know that we have here over 1 million of them will uh, will uh, think about the Giro with uh, with big excitement and, um, and, and I think it's the same it might be the same for all uh, those Australians who do love Italy very much and in normal circumstances perhaps they would have chosen to uh, go to Italy on holiday this year. And there are so many. And um, this year we cannot travel, unfortunately. And the pandemic is affecting all of us. So maybe the Giro is uh, is a good way to travel with our minds and with our heart.
1: Absolutely
2: what I will do. I, I love Honestly. what she said at the end. It's classic uh, European, and you'll relate to this, but yeah. it's Europeans and Italians, travel with your mind and your heart. We can't go there... And that's what we'll do. And that's what we'll take you people over the next three weeks. It's going to be fantastic.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Enough of uh, pumping our own tires because we have a bit of cycling to talk <laughs> we about. It. We're going
2: to talk about the race.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And then the point, the puppets are back. But who will wear the pink jersey tonight? Who will wear the pink jersey in three weeks? This is all what we are going to find out uh, about this race on this show today and amongst the likes the next 21 days. What are your key points for you, Maca, this year? Uh, because we had an exciting Giro last year, but on paper this year, I mean, look at who's
2: there. It looks amazing. It does. It looks as good, if not better. Um, and if you can say, you know, is it possible to say that? Last, last year's racing calendar, everything that got thrown up with yeah. COVID, it turned out to be one of the most exciting seasons. I think like so many people said that to me sort of that I saw, you know, around the street saying, wow, the racing is incredible. I think this year's Giro will equally fit the bill. It always does, yeah. doesn't it? We we all say it. It you know the, the classic slogan that 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 the Giro use. You know the the toughest race in the most beautiful place. It's hard to argue with that.
1: Well, i will argue on the beautiful yeah. yeah.
2: place. But... Do... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a you, you couldn't debate it. that. It might be a dead Bring heat. this one to me. Yeah, it might be a sprint <laughs> to the line photo finish, but. Look, there's so many GC guys. Egan Bernal, remember that man. Yeah, We can't forget him. He won the tour a couple of years ago. He bombed out last year. He's back, but he's at the Giro this year, not focusing on the tour. Um, he wears number one. And then you've got Jean Almeida, the Portuguese guy. Remember, he took the jersey early on, held it for days and days and days. And then we thought, who is this kid? Can he become the first Portuguese yep. rider to win a grand tour? Didn't happen, but he was right there. And then, of course, Jaya Hindley. It's still, I think, the era of the young guns.
1: Yeah. It is the oh.
2: young talent coming through. We, we go through some of them,
1: but uh, definitely, I mean, I can put almost, I'm not going to put my heart on Can I put on one it.
2: other name to you? Go on. Before I shut up, Remco Evenepoel. Yeah, exactly. He's back after, what, eight months of not racing, crashing out at Lombardia. He won, I think, nearly every race he began, he started yeah. last year. Except the he one crashed. he crashed in. Yeah. Except the one he crashed in. He's on the start line. I put nothing, nothing is off the table with what he can achieve here. That might sound crazy to some of you so-called experts. I cannot discount what he can do here. No, and then, of course, we've got the older guard, Nibali, and so on. But
1: I'm almost ready, and I was going to say – Almost ready to put my house on the, on the market for this, but maybe not actually, because I
2: might uh, eat my words at the end. But... You won mine, didn't you? You won the house that I put on yeah, the market. So I, I one... Maybe I can win it back.
1: I want the one you want from Robbie. That's how it we... is. <laughs> oh, that's right.
2: <laughs> Quite uh, happy in Robbie's, actually.
1: <laughs> but uh, in reality, most likely we'll have a young rider winner of this Joe. This it, is
2: most likely it's going to it's be. It's incredible that way. we say that, yeah. isn't it? You, you can't believe that you're saying that. And um, look, I, I won't go into it because we're about to show some interviews that we've had, but a few of the people I have interviewed, even off record, I said it's hard to believe that 10 years ago, you wouldn't dream of saying a 21 year old might win a grand tour. They it, they barely started a grand tour. Yeah. I can tell you that from my era, you weren't very rare to have a 21 year old lining up. They were an absolute superstar if they did. But now here we are, there's multiples yeah. and, um, they're exciting, they're exciting to watch. Uh, if you like
1: what you see, if you want to, uh, leave a comment and then, uh, or ask a question we can answer or hopefully try to answer, uh, you can leave a comment on the, the box below somewhere here, depending of where, where you're watching. Uh, but we can try to, uh, to answer any of the questions you may have, uh, Jai Hindley. We have to talk about Jai because mm. he came so close last year, ever so close. Uh, Almost what well, he lost his it was the and, final TT, yeah, the final yep. TT. Uh, this year, what can Jai do? Do you think well, will, he, uh, will he be a watchman? First of all, yeah, oh,
2: he definitely will be. He definitely, I think he will be. He, he's a little bit, it sounds crazy. I think he's maybe a little bit under the radar, a little bit, but as soon as he rides front group on a first mountain stop st- or a mountain stage, he'll be completely watched. Yeah, but saying that, he won't be allowed to just get up the road and take four minutes on a you know flatter stage that's built for you know the 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 opportunists early on that doesn't happen in the Giro often anyway because you see mountains in the first few days so he will be a washed man how can he better it well he has to win doesn't he
1: that's the thing (laughs) it will be hard to
2: better it however his build-up has sort of been similar and he didn't show a lot before the Giro last year in terms of results he's done similar and I think he's showed enough and I think he'll be on. I think he'll. I think he'll flick the switch. And he showed enough at the Alps, tour of the Alps, uh, yeah. what a week ago. So I think. I think he's. He's on good form. Let's listen to uh, Jay Henley.
3: I uh, feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, we're here with a really nice team, and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful race, you know. So, uh, the weather's out, and we're in northern Italy, so can't complain. Last year was a bit of a, like, game changer, I guess, for me personally. So, like. Yeah, just coming here with uh, some higher expectations uh, for myself personally, and yeah, also for the team. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, we're we're here to get a good team result, and yeah, I really want to be part of that process. What- Overwhelming experience, actually, for me personally. You know, I didn't really expect uh, to come away with like the results that I did. So uh, yeah, like I said, it was a bit of a game changer, and. Uh, actually learned a lot in the last uh, week there Um, but yeah hopefully I can use that experience uh, and really uh, get into it this year yeah Yeah, I mean different races also different different time of year so you know it's uh, not not the same uh, as last year but uh, I think training wise uh, it's it's been pretty pretty similar with with a couple high-altitude camps, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think the numbers are pretty similar to, to what they were around this time last year. I mean, it's not been the most, uh, sm- you know, like buttery smooth run-in with uh, some illness earlier in the season and a crash just the other day, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here and I'm pretty hungry and ready to go, so we'll see how it goes.
1: So that's him
2: excited again. <laughs> <laughs> He's, You know what, jokes aside, that I, I think what makes him good as well because doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be much that stresses Jai Hindley and, you know, I've seen him a lot more obviously in Australia. Mm-hmm. We've seen him up close and yeah. personal. He's a pretty chilled out guy and he'll just take it in his stride. But talking about you asked me will, or will he be under the radar or bits of that. Someone else on his team that well, I, I think I, is under the radar.
1: Is he here to support Bardet, or yeah. is Bardet here to support him? Because I think Bardet said he will be riding the tour as well, uh, so he's going for the, the double. But
2: which way will it swing? Do you think? No, I think they'll be a both a, they're both a plan A, if that makes sense. Uh, so they'll both ride to support each other, but but they won't be. They'll be riding in the front group. As much as they can without having to put their noses in the wind, and they'll only do it for each other if they have to. Yeah. A bit like Calderman with Jai yeah. last year Calderman was a protected man, Jai was a, a strong plan B, and then Jai became the plan A over the top of the Stelvio that day, yeah. you know, or he had to follow. So I think I'm really interested to see how Barde will go. This yeah, is middle. different for him, new team. Different f- different build up, yeah. Not a French team, yeah. a
1: lot less pressure, not a French tour. Uh there's a lot, there's a lot that I am personally expecting from, from he's uh, under Roman the radar, don't don't you think. I think he's under think. the radar. Yeah. Even in French media, you don't really hear about him. The Giro is starting, they don't talk about Barde.
2: Well, he's not in a French team. No, exactly. So that all, the, all that sort of media press release stuff that would normally go out from the from his team yeah. to the French press. So, yeah, I think he's probably enjoying himself.
1: Before we, we move on to, uh, to Calibre, and, uh if we look at someone like Jai, he touches a bit on, on his uh, on his interview, but the fact that the tour, the, the tour of Italy, the Giro, is back at this normal slot in May compared to last year, which was towards the end of the season, how much of a difference could this be for a young rider like him and for older riders that are? You know, someone like Nibali, he's been riding the Giro in May forever.
2: Yeah, uh, that's a good question. We'll find out in three weeks. Because <laughs> no, but it's sort of without trying to be a smarty f- pants. Is that my fence
1: you're sitting on?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, not even not even the best sports scientists Wouldn't know be. the answer to that. They can look at the data and, and like Jai talked about his data at this time of the year, but the race is in a different time of the year yeah. compared to last last year. The cards were thrown in the air. Everything, box and dice, everything. So now we go back to a normal year, but it's still not a complete normal year, is it? COVID is still around. Therefore, races have been cancelled. Races have been postponed. There's been small little nuances that have changed the way, you know, the riders have to prepare, et cetera. We're not going to know. And what we will know, what we know now, though, is that we're going to have a brilliant race. Absolutely. Another Aussie to watch for stage
1: wins, it's Caleb 1. Yes, definitely. Uh, What can we accept? uh expect from him and and how does he normally perform at a giro we expect a stage win caleb at
2: least one only one (laughs) (laughs) no we, we can we sort of we should we should expect a stage win he expects a stage win i think the typical um thing for caleb and the team will be he'll do the first week to 10 days okay don't expect him to finish because then he'll prep for the tour de france well this is his prep this is his big prep for the tour de france But if you finish it, it's very hard to back up and be super good, obviously, at the tour. So he will be aiming early on to go, bang, knock over a stage win for the team and for himself and for his morale. And then, you know, anything from that is a bonus.
1: Absolutely. Let's uh, remember that you can actually leave comments uh, in the box below. I've been showing some on screen. There's a a lot coming up. Uh, Put the comments and we'll see if we can uh, comment them ourselves or answer any question you have. But Right now, we'll listen to Calibula.
4: Well... I'm happy to be here and happy that now like this season everything's going ahead as planned so it's not not like last year um, so yeah I'm happy to be here and ready to get started. Really. I
6: noticed that this is the first year that you've not started your season in Australia does that change your preparation at all?
4: Um, yeah a little bit like I, I always like starting my season there because it's, you know, it's a good kind of first goal for me like I always want to go well there because yeah obviously it's home race. Um, But yeah, uh, this is the first year I haven't started. It's actually the the worst start I've had to a season. Yeah? Um, I feel physically, I feel good. But uh, results-wise, it's it's been a pretty pretty average start. But uh, yeah, hopefully I can change that now.
6: You said it's been a bad start, but I mean, second in Milan-San Remo, and I heard one of your interviews there. you were talking about how you had been working on your climbing which you, you think helped you in Milan-San Remo. Mm. Are you looking at more than just the sprint stages for this year's Giro?
4: Um, well, I think like I'm probably not climbing as good as I was in San Remo, but uh, I think some of that forms kind of we should still be there. And I think in general I'm a bit stronger than I was like the last few years. So maybe on some of those stages that it's like iffy if it'll be a sprint or not i can uh, i can maybe do well on and i think i think this stage three is one of those stages where it can go, kind of go either way yeah um so yeah i think like stages like that that in the past probably i wouldn't have been able to do i think i can maybe go for now
7: yeah. what
6: do you love about the Giro d'Italia
4: well you know I, I don't know if there's going to be crowds here but like in the past, you know, there's always, you know, the Italian the Italian people are so enthusiastic about the race and um, and that's always really nice. So, yeah, I think uh, if there's no crowds, we'll be missing that. But, uh, yeah, good food and, you know, nice scenery. So it's a, it's a good place to be.
1: It's not a bad place to be, the Joe. Actually, uh, before we delve on on what Caleb said. How you rode the Giro? Mm. How are these guys feeling just on the day of starting a Giro? What what's the internal feeling? Are they itchy fit? Is, is the season really starting for the Grand Tours now? Uh, what, what how did you feel when you when you started your Giro?
2: Yeah, well, I think well, I only rode one, yeah. so I can only give. Well, the, you started it. Yeah, so <laughs> I started it, no, and thankfully finished I finished it. it. Yeah, but I can only give it's the perspective. Me, so. Yeah, the perspective of uh, say the guys lining up for their very first. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be a little bit anxious. You'll be at the point now, well, now especially, over their, their time, you know, it's the morning, you just want to start. You So they've been building up now. They would have arrived in uh, Torino or Turin in English, um, you know, three days ago. So there's this whole sort of almost a week build-up. Yeah. You've got to have your blood tests. You've got to have all the team protocol, COVID team tests. presentation, COVID tests. I think they're having three, yeah. by the way, in the yeah, lead-up. So then you get through all that and then there's a fair bit of sitting around. And you're just like, I just want to get on my bike and race. And yeah, for me, that's how it felt. I remember we started in the Vatican actually had to meet the Pope, you know, yeah. had to meet the Pope. I mean, seriously, <laughs> did we have time for that? Yeah. I mean, but so yeah, a bit of anxiety tension. And then for the guys that have done multiples, they feel the same, less anxious, less nerves. They've been there before. They know what to expect. So they just go through the process, but they still want to just get on the bike. Absolutely. And then so Caleb, uh,
1: he mentions further along in in, in the interview uh, and the full interview is actually available on the, the Cycling Central website but he mentions that he's expecting chaotic uh, sprints. Is it because the, the sprint stages are very quickly after the start so it's not today. Tomorrow it's likely to be a, a stage win. Do you think this is the way the sprint might go this year? And then in a, in a chaotic sprint, how does Caleb behave?
2: Oh, we saw we saw how he delivered at the tour. Was yes. it last year? Well, both last year and the year before. The way he weaves his way through a pack uh, is pretty incredible. So the more chaotic, in some ways, suits Caleb. The better. <laughs> yeah, because he he's a little bit of a freestyler. He has Roger Kluger, obviously, and one or two of his other teammates that can deliver him. But he sorts himself out in that last sort of 500 yep. metres. So... Yes and Giro finishes can be a little bit more chaotic than the two you know they they don't they, they bend the rules and in in what I mean is I don't mean bending the UCI rules I mean bend the rules in terms of there might be a bend 300 meters from the finish line not a corner just a little bend just a they're, well, they're more exciting to a degree sometimes yeah. you go whoa this finishes crazy chaotic but it worked But
1: well, remember last year we also had an helicopter that flew very close to the barrier yeah and and through the barrier so there's always a the bunch <laughs> <laughs> but like we laugh because yeah it was the, fine the but, rider was okay but yeah. the, the the anecdote is that in a gyro finish we never know how you know, it's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah
2: it's part of the race and it's part of the allure yeah it remember is, the three even for the riders the
1: three-legged dog last year
2: there that's right that's there. right on the mountain stage on the mountain stage that's right. three-legged dog we're like watch the dog and there was a solo rider, the alex dowsett was exactly. winning the First stage
1: win, I think, the... that was and you're like
2: only on the giro will <laughs> a three-legged dog be leaping down the road and it was a chihuahua or something yeah. three-legged <laughs> <That was laughs> cool. right. anyway uh, you couldn't with... make it up if you don't believe us go back and look at the tapes all Right. uh
1: last question on Caleb. No hope for Mayorosa. He will will not
2: wear Mayorosa this year. No, I don't think because so. Because of no. the
1: ra- like, because there's the time trial tonight. Uh,
2: yes, I we'll we'll get to that. But it is an eight point six kilometer prologue, too long for him to keep close. I think, and to get time bonuses, and then even if he did win that first sprint stage, I don't think he'd get the. He'd need absolutely everything to go. Perfectly.
1: Absolutely. Uh In terms of the, the Aussie riders, uh, we are lucky to uh, have the gold and, uh, and uh, green jersey. Green and gold, yeah. Uh, green and gold jer- uh, jersey riding the Giro. Cam Mayer, you caught up a little bit with him. I did. Uh, he looks good.
2: He looks yeah, good. Yeah, he's, he's a seasoned pro now, Cam. And his career is actually, we won't go right into it, but if you go back and look at his career, it's actually quite incredible. What he's achieved and even the fact that he took a step out for a small, short period, mm-hmm rejoined back with bike exchange and he now is a real key player and you know he'll be a cool and calm head um for that team and for simon yates absolutely let's listen to to Mayer, and then we'll talk
1: uh more in advance uh with uh what what can we expect from, yeah. from bike exchange because it could be a good year for them this is come
0: definitely exciting to have the the green and gold and at such an important race for um well for the calendar season but also for our team with uh um, the high expectations we do come here with uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, probably a different role than what I've uh, had per se in the past I, I tend to lean more towards the flat roads now whereas maybe back in my younger days they'd be like oh on the climbing stages you can uh, you can get over that climb and these days I don't get over as many climbs as I do with uh with the track training that I <laughs> I incorporate into my program but uh, are really thriving on on that role on the on the flatter roads, trying to look after Simon on those on those sprint stages that can get a little bit chaotic. Uh, and then obviously in the Mid- medium mountains as well, um, I can get over some climbs, and I'll, I'll hope to be late into those stages as well. But using some of my experience and and calling some shots on the roads will be part of that, along with Michael Hepburn and Christian Jensen and Tanyel Kangert, We're probably the experienced guys within our squad, and uh, it's just about trying to be uh, as calm as possible, I think, through, through a grand tour, through the three weeks. And I'm actually rooming with Simon Yates to try and put a little bit of that calmness across uh, over these next three weeks. And fingers crossed, it all goes well.
1: well there was a Cam Mayer. How important to, to choose the, the, the rider you're rooming with? Uh, like you just said in, a, in the interview, is uh, here to calm Simon Yates why is that what are we are we
2: expecting Simon to be not calm? no well actually he he sort of went on to say I think like, I think I then said is he calm or yeah. is he a, <laughs> a sort of tense sort of guy and he said no he hates tension he actually likes to be nice and relaxed and he is but you know when you're a GC guy and you're the one that's got the you know the microscope is on you on that team and of of the cycling media you're certainly going to feel it a little yeah. bit more and it's how you deal with it and if you've got a calm team and teammate to room with because you then you know it's almost like you've got your uh, uh your counselor <laughs> <laughs> next to you. your roommate is also your counselor <laughs> because you'll be in bed or you'll be sitting around debriefing on the day you'll have already debriefed probably with the team but then you'll want to talk to just one individual person and so someone gossip, who, This is where the gossip happens. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and and but you do you want to someone who's been there with you, not maybe this one, you're all the swan are or the mechanic, but you just want to be able to go. Listen, you know this and that. And is a calm guy, and yeah. he talks about protecting him in the the chaotic sprints as well. Yes, yeah, which is which is new for Cam because yeah. as, and he's right. A few, you know, in his early on in his career, when he sort of was looking at being a GC guy himself he was that guy that was looking after the riders in the higher mountains. So I think he's enjoying that role, which is the sprint chaotic stages. It's I'll tell you what, you got to have some nerves. So, um, but Cam, he's ready for it. Absolutely.
1: Uh, you caught up as well with uh, Matt White. I did. Uh, yep. Matt White is, is just a, he's a, he's a, he's no BS basically. He, he no BS word, He's black he's and like, white. He's, he's pretty yeah.
2: straightforward. He Look, Whitey, I, and, a, and a backstory, which I've probably said, but, Whitey's raced a few gyros. We, The one I raced, we raced together. We literally would have our chin wag at the back of the bunch. And he was probably my counsellor, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, I had some great teammates as well. But as an Aussie, uh, no, he he, um, he he was a great guy to talk to on the road. And um, he says it how it is.
1: Absolutely. And then uh, in this interview, which you were just about to play, uh, listen to this because he talks about how he went last year for the team, mm. uh, which is a big question mark on on what – Happen this year for them. Remember, they got chucked out of the Giro uh, because they had some COVID cases in, yeah. in their team. Let's listen to uh, to Matt White. Did they get we- chucked out. What well, ch- I said, chucked out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they got sent home. You know. Right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to uh, the interview you did with Matt White.
2: Matt White, thanks for joining me. Uh, here we go again. Giro uh, you, know you I think a race fair to say that you love is dear to your heart. You've lived in Italy over the years. But now you must be feeling you've got a pretty good shot at this one with uh, Simon Yates and a strong team.
6: Definitely, definitely, uh, Macca. I think this is not the first time we've been in this situation, but the last couple of years hasn't gone as, as planned, especially especially last year, uh, you know, with uh, numerous people catching COVID, starting with Simon, and us forcing to leave the race before it had So... It is, it is unfinished business uh, and we've got a great team here to, to support Simon and uh, really looking forward to getting it up and away on Saturday uh, in Turin. Uh,
2: let's talk about, let's get the negative stuff out of the way first and let's talk about it right now. Does the COVID plans for you guys as a team and I guess as the race, has anything been tweaked from last year or internally with you guys? You, I guess you've got to be a little bit nervous about it, but have you changed anything in your approach to that?
6: Uh, one part that's changed is we have had all our medical staff and our, a lot of our therapists have been vaccinated, which, uh, which is good for them, but at the end of the day, people who have been vaccinated can still pass it on to people who haven't been vaccinated. So, But as far as health-wise, that's, that's a plus, Whereas no one had been vaccinated, uh, obviously, in October. Or the Walter, or for the Walter, for that matter. But I think we, we as a bubble, and we as a team, have a, a very strong uh, policy. But we can, we can only control what we can control. So we, this year, if we don't like certain situations in hotels, for example, then uh, we'll 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 just be taking things into our own hands and eating in our rooms, for example. Mm. So um, they're they're just, they're just the little things that we can do because inside the bubble, uh, you know, we've. We've all had six day, three day tests. There's two extra tests put on by the RCS in the first week this year. So I think people, people it'll get on, if people have positive cases, it will be on to it very, very quickly. We have little small policies, like if we stay at a hotel more than one day, we don't have cleaners come in to our, to our rooms because at the end of the day, staff who are working uh, in these hotels are not getting tested uh, and we can't control that. Mm. but you know the the dining areas are the big ones that that concern have concerned us in the past and some races have been very very diligent with providing separate dining areas for for per team and other other places in the last uh, 12 months we have had to eat with the general public which has not been ideal in a pandemic because the person sitting three meters across from you uh could have covid and is not wearing a mask while they are eating their dinner so Little things that we'll be taking into it. If we don't like the situation we see at a hotel, we'll be eating in our rooms, and we'll be doing everything we can to uh, to uh, make sure we don't have a repeat of last year. Which, at the end of the day, we don't know where that where that came from, um, but uh, we we can certainly take actions to prevent it.
1: There you go, Matt White uh, says it like it is. Uh, it's true. Last year it was dramatic because they had a real shot last year. Yes,
2: I, yeah. This is this that. is. Sort of third dip at the cherry for Simon Yates yep. too, isn't it? He, he he was close a few couple of years prior and he just exploded in that last four days and uh, it was Chris Froome went on to win, yep. I think, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So this is – it is unfinished business, 100%. And I feel like – I don't think I asked Matt uh, in the full interview. I feel like the Giro, though, for them is almost more important than the Tour de France this year, which is – you know, the, the Tour is the Tour and it's always – Mm -hmm. Going to be the biggest and the best and all that sort of stuff. But and for sponsors and everything, but I think for Team Bike Exchange, if they win the Giro, they'll hang their head on that for the rest of the year. Yeah. And and how
1: much of the, the fact that uh, Adam left the team, so Adam here, it's the twin of Simon, Simon, how much of this probably released, I mean, even the tiny bit of pressure in Simon's head, because he always had someone to compare himself to. Okay, he might have... An exact
2: a, replica. Exactly.
1: <laughs> copycat. <laughs> uh, but in reality, now he's the outright leader on the Giro. There's no question asked. There's no switcheroo jokes. About yeah, yeah, made. yeah. Damn. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, in a way how much do you think this is also a relief of pressure in his mind? It's just the like, well, Simon.
2: Well, it was interesting that because the reality is my understanding is they both have separate managers Okay. and Adam obviously was, was keen to move on and he's now at Ineos. Simon obviously was very happy where he was. So maybe there is a tiny bit where they had a bunch of years together and went, you know what? This is great. We're twins. We're, it was fun. Living nearby, <laughs> yeah. racing together, sharing rooms together. Time to go and do our own thing. Yeah. And Adam obviously put his hand up and said, I'm ready to, to move on.
1: Do you think Adam is a rider that other riders will watch out? So when we look at the start list, we mm. point to Bernal, we point to Jai, we point to uh, Almeida. Do you think other riders, be a, a stupid question. Adam or Simon, you mean? Sorry, Simon. Simon, Simon. yeah. See, here we go. Yeah, no, right. we're already doing it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but do you think other riders are seeing Simon as a real potential threat for the for the the win. Massively.
2: Massively. Massively. Okay. To me. So someone like to me, and... Simon Yates, based on form, based on and based on his prep and the whole thing, the backstory with him at the Giro, he is the favorite to win. That's that's what I say right now before they've turned a pedal in anger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he's look, he won tour of Alps yeah. and he was he was excellent there. And I watched that and um that was it. That is all. That has always been a key marker for the Jiro Taya and for Jiro Taya's success. I know times have changed, generation generations have changed, but I think he's hitting all the targets. Okay, so, yeah, I so think he's the man to beat.
1: It's one absolutely to to watch out uh, on SBS Live from uh, from tonight. Yeah, uh, absolutely will be a stunner. Not tonight. I mean, he's not going to uh, Simon is not going to do anything. Yeah, he'll just really... he'll do it. He'll
2: he'll survive. Yeah, he'll lose. Who knows? Thirty seconds, forty seconds to the winner. But that won't matter
1: yeah absolutely yeah. Sagan, where is peter Sagan? Is at the Giro? but where is that do you think let's listen to him yeah let's have a listen
2: let's and, have, and then we'll
7: the brief. very good i'm very happy to be here i'm very glad that also weather condition is much better than in last week in uh, in swiss <laughs> and uh well pretty relaxed it's not that uh you know that uh, you don't feel that the pressure as we are for races and now you know with the these corona problems and stuff it's also uh a little bit like uh without fans you know we are just in the hotel we cannot move we have to stay in the bubble and uh another part is also relax because <laughs> last time i did giro d'italia in october <laughs> now he's in uh in the then. It's already different. I feel like uh, I did Giro d'Italia one month ago, but it's okay. Like, uh, well, the start of the season for me was uh, a little bit difficult with the COVID and stuff that I passed. And after I turned back on the bike and after I tried to rest as much as possible to get in condition. And I think uh, now for the Giro, I should be ready and uh, it's okay.
1: It's okay.
2: <laughs> he's <laughs> uh, chilled too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh it's hard to believe it is only a second start of the Giro.
2: I know, I know. It's I, hard to believe when I you know. look at the career. he's go. I guess. I guess. What is he? Won seven greens. Yeah. So he's he's always been the focus of the green jersey at the Tour de France. And and during that period, it sadly the race is not on at the moment. He'd, he'd go to California. Yeah. At, at that, the Giro would be on. California was like that one week stage race that yeah. lapped over the Giro. So he'd do that as preparation. So, no, look, as fans and people commentating, calling the race, it's so good to have Sagan here. He'll have his work cut out. I think Cutting I think himself? for stage wins, yeah. if you compare the Giro to the Tour, and without dissecting every little stage of the Giro compared to the Tour this year, the Giro does have those little pinches, you know, mm-hmm. less stages for the pure sprinters, more for the likes of Peter Sagan. So I think he'll nail a stage. He's already he had a win. Is it uh, was it Romandy or um, I might be getting mixed up? He's had a win. We know that much this year and recently. So the form's there, um, but he'll have his work cut out because there's so much talent in the Uh, in the race. Absolutely. Uh, Let's hope he doesn't get lost like he did uh, last year.
1: Remember this thing on social media where he hitched a hike with uh, with the fans? Yeah, with a car and they filmed it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I Uh, thought that's the Giro. Uh, Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Local boy. Tonight, let's look at uh, tonight. Is, uh, mm. It's a time trial, uh, so let's look at uh, uh, how it's shaping in terms of the uh, the road. It's pretty flat, pretty 8.6 8. Yeah, 8. kilometers. Uh, Cavania for quick do you think? is, is Remy, he won, Cavagna. Remy Cavagna. yes,
2: he, he's I'm won still two TTs. The flag, by the way. No, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. you absolutely should hot be. Form. He's in red hot form, he's had a couple of TT wins already this year, and big ones at that we've seen him he's won grand Tour stages uh, he won a stage of the welt a couple of years ago so he's in good shape he and he will heart. absolutely he Target this threw
1: his heart out uh, helping uh, ala Philippe in La flesh yep yep yeah he did this he, he completely constructed that win for for ala Philippe do you think is he one of your favorite for you
2: tonight oh uh, uh, I think because all the talk is Ghana yeah as the world champion but the shine has just rubbed off a little bit of Ghana just so far in the last month, Cavania's beaten him. He beat him at uh, I think it was Romandy. I've written it down there, but he's he's beaten him at in the Romandy TT, and he got him convincingly. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't the only one who beat Garner. So I'm just wondering if Garner's form is either was is either still on the way up in terms of TT form, or if Cavania's timed it better. And yeah. and, he, and the eight Ks for him, it's flat. On paper, you'd think it'll suit Garner better a bit more powerhouse, mm. you know, grind the bigger gear better. But, G Cavania, I tell you what, he's pretty powerful himself. And you mentioned Ghana. You know mm. Let's ask him. Yeah. What what are the expectations
1: for Ghana?
3: We hope uh, to finish. <laughs> 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 no, it's a joke. Uh, I think, uh, I think uh, to be ready to have my leaders in the Giro is much important. And uh, then uh, if I can uh, take my personal result... I'm happy, but uh, at the moment, uh, I think to support the guys.
1: There we go. Filippo uh, Gana, just to finish. He's a cool customer, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, he's but, pretty uh, chilled. There's there's something in him, though. He wants to, you want to win on home,
2: sorry. An Italian. He won four stages
1: yeah. last year. And this, again, and this, again, if he wins tonight, yes. he gets this. On the 90th birthday, we said it, 90th birthday of the Rosa. Mm. you want to start the Giro with an Italian on it. Yeah, And he's probably... Do you think in back of his mind, there is this sort of little pressure or motivation?
2: Oh, totally. As an Italian on home soil, um, starting with a prologue, your forte, your specialty, he'll roll down the ramp wearing the world championship colours. You know, it doesn't get any bigger than that, does it? So, and just on those timings, by the way, I've got them all here in front of me. The start times, obviously the riders go off more or less at one minute intervals, I think until the last 10 or 20 So it kicks off, we kick off at 9.50. 9.50 on SBS Baseline. And I'll be joining Matthew Keenan. He's running the show. I'll be just jumping in here and there. Uh, First rider down the ramp, I think, at 10. So we're live from the very beginning. And then here's the slot, right, at 4.29 local time in Italy. So uh, midnight, 29 minutes past midnight. Yes, almost 12.30. Jean Almeida at 429 30 Egan Bernal 31 Simon Yates 32 Dan Martin and about 5 minutes after that our very own Jai Hindley. So get your siesta in now people. <laughs> have a little just have a little lie down. Listen to some SBS Chill that's what I normally do. Yeah, nice plug. <laughs> get yourself back up and then jump on board. It's going to be a good one.
1: Absolutely 9:50 first stage of the Giro 2021 back home on SBS yes. on SBS Viceland. You got to you you, you got to watch it. And then someone is saying uh I think it's Julie that says uh, Will Troll DJ make an appearance. Ooh. You know what Julie tune in and you'll find out because <laughs> we don't know <laughs> we don't know who Troll DJ is and we don't know who, who and when Troll DJ
2: appears on your screen. True fact. Uh excited? I'm pumped. I'm absolutely pumped. I mean we covered the DJ last year but yeah. We keep saying it but now now we've got it it's our baby it's back Absolutely. And, and it's for multiple it. years it's not yeah. just a one-off thank you for
1: tuning in thank you Micah, for, thank for you. Coming. all pink yeah are you not going to wear this for 21 days yeah
2: no I might wear it tomorrow <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave it here we'll see if it, if it hasn't walked out the door on yeah. its own, I might put it back on
1: <laughs> thank you for joining us thank Thanks. you for uh, tuning to uh, the Zwift Cycling Central live podcast and yes we will be live every day of the Giro 5pm wherever uh, you connect on the social media uh, with SBS Cycling Central or SBS Sport uh, you can also log a rise with our friend at Zwift until the next episode, which is tomorrow. Remember, 9.50, the Giro is back, officially back home on SBS. It's Python.
0: Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the app that turns indoor training into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. You just need your bike, a trainer, and your PC, Mac, or Apple device. Zwift offers training plans, interval workouts, and a global community. Get strong and get motivated with every ride. Give people a ride on, and you're sure to get one back, as together you enjoy the massive benefits of social indoor training. Go to Zwift.com today and start your free trial.